Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Golden Astrologer Podcast. This is Deb McBride. It is Sunday, January 3rd in the year 2021, and I am broadcasting from lovely Escazú, Costa Rica. Where is it? It is a new year for everyone, everyone everywhere. It is a new year, and everyone was so happy to say goodbye to 2020. I don't think there was a single person on this planet that... Um, didn't want 2020 to end. I think everybody wanted 2020 to end. And while the astrology really kept us busy to the last moment, and it was hard, the last days of the year were hard with that that full moon that triggered the end of the eclipse period was hard. Venus going over the south node was hard. Squaring Neptune was hard. It, it just really has been exhausting. <laughs> and, and oh, gee, there's that word again. Did I say exhausting? I think the last three podcasts, I've said the word exhausting. Okay. Yeah, it's been exhausting. Um, and while it is a new year, and today's the third day of the new year, um, there are things from the old year that still exist. Like we wake up in the morning on New Year's Day, and there's still a pandemic. And there's still you know, troubles around that, and you know what they all are. And there are still issues going on for everyone, anywhere you live, politically. And the food that was in the, your refrigerator on New Year's Eve is still in your refrigerator on New Year's Day, unless you ate it for dinner on New Year's Eve. <laughs> but most of the time, you have things in the refrigerator on New Year's Eve that are still in your refrigerator on New Year's Day. So, um you know, things are not completely finished, but Aquarius is a new day and, you know, Saturn and Jupiter going into Aquarius have, you know, brought us a brand new moment and the energy did shift. I felt it shift. Um, however, we are, you know, still having to deal with certain things. So today's the third and as we as we usually do, we look at the week ahead and it's an interesting week. It's, it, there's no crazy aspects. There's no Saturn Plutos a year ago. Remember a year ago? If you go back to my podcast from a year ago, you're going to hear me say, and the Saturn Pluto is coming up. Yeah. The Saturn, the Pluto, the eclipse, everything during that first two weeks of January last year. And it really, really just zinged all of us. So what we are contending with now is the aftermath of that. And Saturn and Jupiter are asking us for, you know, for, to come up with something innovative and different for our lives. And Jupiter, Saturn's always, you know, a new moment, but we really do have to consider that, you know, Aquarius is an innovative energy and it's asking us to be innovative. And so, one of the things that we are looking at uh, this week is that Mercury is going to join them on Friday the 8th. So Mercury is entering Aquarius on Friday. So that's three planets we're going to have in Aquarius on Friday. And, you know, it that happens relatively early, 7 a.m. Eastern time. And on the same day, Venus enters Capricorn, but it's at night. It's at 10.41 p.m. Oh, no, I'm sorry, a.m., 10.41 a.m. That's only a few hours later. So it's really 
that's two things that happen, you know? Um, that's two things, two planets change signs, but then there's a third planet changing signs, which is the sixth, which is really like in a minute, three days from now, Mars is going to go into Taurus. Wowie. So right there, there's three planets changing signs this week. I'd say that's pretty busy. Now this one, I don't think will be exhausting. I think we're all going to be happy to kind of say goodbye to Mars in Aries as well, where it has been since the last week of June. <laughs> and we're all pretty tired of Mars and Aries. And even though it belongs in Aries, and I know I have lots of friends who are Aries, um, you know, I have, I can think of four off the top of my head <laughs> who are Aries. You know, I can tell you that, that I'm sure they haven't been, you know, I know my Aries friends, it's been a little hard for them because they get in the square from Pluto and, and all that Jupiter, Saturn, Pluto in Capricorn. And now Mars has like hit them all for the last time. And it's, well, hit Pluto for the last time and is now moving into Taurus, where it is going to eventually, it's going to greet, you know, the other planets, the Jupiter and the Saturn. Now, one thing at a time, three planets are changing signs. First and foremost, Mars is going into Taurus. Mars does not like Taurus. It's not at its best. It's not that it's horrible there. It's just that it rules Scorpio. You know, it's this co-ruler of Scorpio and the ancient ruler of Scorpio. And Taurus is the opposite sign from Scorpio. So this is an astrology lesson. Whatever a planet, um, whatever a planet does, you know, when it goes into a sign that is opposite the planet, the, the sign that it loves, Scorpio, or sometimes Libra, because it's like Aries, you know. When it does that opposite thing, it's not happy. <laughs> Mars, in this case, is Libra or Taurus. It's not happy there. Um, because it's not at its best expression. It's People have these in their charts. They live with it every day. They don't go, ah, oh, that blasted Mars and Taurus really kicks my butt. Maybe some people who know their astrology do, but... Um, there's no way that you don't use it. You, you do use your Mars and Taurus or wherever it may be. But it's not the favorite place of Mars. Taurus is slow and plodding and methodical. Mars wants quick results. Mars wants instantaneous results. Mars wants the same, you know, instant to have the answer. And it's very unfortunate that, you know, we can't always do that. Sorry, that's the way life works. Um, but Mars and Taurus learns patience, and it learns focus, and it learns how to wait for things and be, you know, connected and, and grounded. And Mars usually isn't very grounded. It's usually out and about being the warrior. And it's really been hard... Um, even though Mars was in its really best place in the Zodiac, it's really been hard because it slammed into Pluto three times and it slammed into Jupiter and Saturn twice and it's going to slam into them again, but not for a while because they're in Aquarius and now Mars is going to go into Taurus. But Mars is still in Aries for a few days. So we, we deal with things differently when Mars is in Taurus and we're more methodical and slow and focused and plotting about this, you know.
And so that is the first thing that's going to happen. Mars will stay in Taurus mm, a good month and a half, two months. Um, it will go into Gemini. But we don't have to think about that right now. We just got to focus on Mars and Taurus. First of all, it's still in Aries. Um, so for the next few days, next three days, it'll be in Aries. Say goodbye to it in Aries. Get all your warrior energy out. I, for one, have felt irritated and agitated um, a lot during the holidays and um, in these days. I have, I've really felt the agitation. And, um, and I've had to try to cool my jets. And I'm a Marsy person, so I'm definitely going to feel, you know, I'm definitely going to feel Mars and Taurus too. Um, but I really feel like I had to cool my jets. And then, of course, we have Mercury going into Aquarius. And that's pretty exciting because Mercury goes into Aquarius on the 8th, which is Friday. And Friday, when Mercury goes into Aquarius, it's really going to eventually, like, okay, so it's going to connect with Saturn immediately, which is Saturday the 9th. So, you know, later on Saturday night, it'll, it'll conjunct Saturn. And then, you know, what it's then going to do is it's going to go to Jupiter on Monday the 11th. But that's a little ways away. So we're, we're really looking at the planet of communication going into the sign of innovation and a real zippy energy. And it's not something that is going to, you know, Mercury's going to be in Aquarius for quite a while, actually. It's not something that's going to just zip through. Sometimes Mercury zips through a sign in two and a half weeks, three weeks, and it's gone. It is going to be zinging in Aquarius because Mercury, you know, it doesn't rule Aquarius. It doesn't, it's not exalted in Aquarius, but it really, well, it works well in Aquarius because Aquarius is brainy and Mercury loves that analytical energy and Aquarius is all about the analysis and the, and the, the brainy energy, the thinking, the analyzing, the, the problem solving and the innovation. And Mercury is going to like, zap Saturn and zap Jupiter. And it's like, yeah, yeah. But at the end of the month, Mercury's going to retrograde in Aquarius. So it's going to get slow. Like normally Mercury would like finish up and move out this month, like at the end of the month, but it's not going to do that. Mercury's going to stay in Aquarius for a little while. So this is the beginning of a cycle. So pay attention to this, pay attention to this, because Mercury, as it does its experience, as it runs through Aquarius, first of all, it's going to start in Aquarius on Friday morning, and then it's going to hit, it. once it hits zero, it's already triggering this Jupiter Saturn that we had back on the 21st of December, which I can't believe it's been two weeks already. Um, <laughs> you know, it's going to hit that point. So that is a, now a famous point. And now any time, including the sun, Venus, any of the planets, get to that point, that zero degrees Aquarius, they are going to 
hit the famous point. And whatever that chime that rang in your life at that point, and I mean, we all felt the fresh energy. This is going to reiterate that. It's going to be a recurrence of that. It's going to give us more energy towards that. We are not going to have this, oh yeah, Mercury's in Aquarius, and then just la-di-da, that, that's it. It's going to ring bells. So just remember that if you're feeling jazzed or if you're feeling anything that reminds you of that Jupiter-Saturn day, you know, Mercury's going to go there on Friday and it's going to start ringing the chimes. Eventually, you know, the sun is going to go there. And the sun is going to go there, you know, once it goes into Aquarius, which is the 19th of January. And so we have these, we're going to have these moments. There is going to come a point in mid-February when there are six planets in Aquarius, okay? This hasn't happened in years. Six planets in Aquarius? Woo! That is like rocket fuel. So watch this rocket fuel. If you are tired, if this energy is jazzing you too much, take a break, get some rest. Don't, you know, here I am like telling you to go stay in bed again and go back to the bubble bath. But um, this time go in the hot tub or, or, you know, lie in bed with your far infrared heating pad. <laughs> um, that's very Aquarian, the far infrared energy. It's very Aquarius. <laughs> But take care of yourself, okay? The energy surge is not stopping. Electric, eclectic Aquarius is not going to let up. And, you know, it's going to be intensely Aquarian now. Wow, we just got through intense at Capricorn. This is different. This is like, I want change. I want difference. I want something new in my life. You know, I have to have something like sparking my, my brain you know, I need to, I need to put electrodes to my brain. <laughs> I need to manage, um, um, measure my brain waves. <laughs> so that's going to be, that's going to be interesting because then Venus is going to leave happy Sag and go into Capricorn. And, you know, it's fine because eventually she'll go to Pluto and there's always a Venus Pluto conjunction, but every year, but the good news is Venus is not going to get entangled with those three planets, as she did say a year ago. This is it. She's just having a transit in Capricorn, and it's going to be normal this time. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? Normal. So that's it. Three planets are changing signs this week. But be very aware, be very aware that, you know, we're we're entering Aquarian territory. We're entering the the zap. Okay, now we are not finished with Mars entangling with Jupiter and Saturn, and that's not going to come just yet. But what we've got to do is we've got to just sort of prepare ourselves because that's sort of the. It's interesting. You know, whatever was going on for you in August and September and October revisited in December when Mars squared Pluto. And now that Mars has finished squaring Pluto, that's not going to come back. This is similar in, in the respect that the square is going to happen, the aspect, the 90 degree distance between the planets is going to happen. But it's different because they're in different signs. So what, we're going to know more about this once Mars goes into Taurus, you know, this week on Wednesday. And 
then we're going to get a little better better idea and a better better feeling for how that's all going to feel like how mars is going to square jupiter and saturn so that's part of it so um that's number one three planets change signs this week then we have um so mercury will get to saturn so there you go and you know it's gonna it's gonna between saturday the 9th and sunday the 11th it's gonna make that jupiter saturn ring chimes so just be aware of it just be aware of it um, the other thing is on Tuesday the 12th, and again, we're not there yet, and we'll talk about that more next Sunday, is that we have a new moon in Capricorn, and it's with Pluto. So it's like another another Capricornian kind of thing, but it's with Pluto now. It's like almost exactly with Pluto. So, wow. Okay, so we're, we're, there's still a lot of energy to be dealt with. Capricorn energy is going to remind us of 2020, all right? My teacher on his website, my former teacher on my web, on his website, put that the year, he's wishing people happy new year, but he doesn't believe that the new year is really going to begin until the new moon in Aquarius. Not this new moon that we're getting on the 12th, but the new moon we're getting on, you know, in February on the 11th. Why? Because Aquarius is a new day. And this Capricorn stuff, this that twelfth energy, the, the the day of the twelfth, um, it's just going to remind us of last year again. So please be patient with yourself. Please be patient with the world at large. Please be patient with what's going on, and know that no matter what happens, um, uh, you know we're still we're not out of the woods, and so we have to just stay. Um, we have to stay focused on just moving forward where we've got like one foot in the next, in the next era. And then there's still an overhang of the last one. So just stay patient, please. Don't, don't be like, oh man, it's a new year. How is this still happening? Don't, don't do that to yourself. Um, but you know, you have to be you have to be self-aware during this. Aquarius demands a new idea, an an innovative thing, okay? It can't be something that's you know, it's not yesterday's leftovers. It really isn't. And even though like the whole symbolic thing of 2020 is finished by by calendar, you know, this is really um, astrologers don't consider a new year till March anyway, when the sun goes into Aries, but, but this is really about, um, you know, moving into the Aquarius vibe. The moon will go into Aquarius, you know, it'll start doing that or in, or in the middle of next week. So we don't have that to look forward to yet, but once we get into, you know, the 13th, 14th, once we get past the new moon, we get into like the 14th, the moon is going to enter Aquarius. And then we're going to, then at that point, we're going to have four planets in Aquarius. Okay. So we're, we're, we're marching along here. We're getting into that Aquarius vibe and we should welcome it. We should welcome it. Things to do to welcome Aquarius. Innovative energy, um, independence, not the same old thing. Um, inventiveness, um, being creative 
in an innovative way. Be, but being independent and mindful of one's independence and not codependent and being wise, using one's wisdom, becoming educated, being in a group or a community, you know, find your, find your tribe, find your tribe, you know, and connect with your tribe. And if you don't know who your tribe is and you don't really understand what that's about, then this is the year you're going to find that tribe. And that's what's really important. So um, that's, what's, that's what we're looking for. We're looking for the tribe, you know. A beautiful thing, a beautiful thing to find, to find like-minded people who do like-minded things. So, and Aquarius loves community in that respect, you know. People coming together and for the, for the altruistic um, efforts uh, towards humanity. So... That's, that's what we're looking for. Now, what else is going on this week? Well, the moon is going to be, let's see, it's going to be void tomorrow afternoon, 4.30 p.m. Um, it's going to be void for the rest of the day. <laughs> Eastern time, void in Virgo. So do your household chores. <laughs> And then it'll go into Libra, you know, in the middle of the night on Tuesday. And all day Tuesday, it'll be in, it'll be in Libra. It'll be in Libra on Wednesday. It'll be, uh, let's see, uh, void Thursday wee hours of the morning. So it's, you know, you get a good Tuesday and Wednesday without, um, without any void. And then, and this is all Eastern time. And Thursday, it'll go into Scorpio. And, um, you know, once the moon goes into Scorpio on Thursday, you know what that means. It's going to oppose Mars because Mars will already be in Taurus. So Mars and the moon are going to have a little doodah, <laughs> a little, a little combat of stuff going on on Thursday. So, you know, Thursday, Wednesday night, depending on where you live. Um, now, when we move into next weekend, we're looking at Mercury. Now, remember, anything in Aquarius is now going to start squaring Mars. So Mars is going to start, or Mars is going to start squaring Jupiter and Saturn, but not just, not just yet. So now things in fixed signs, we're feeling it in fixed signs rather than the cardinal signs. The cardinal signs were, you know, all the Capricorn, Libra, Aries, Cancer. And now we're going into like a lot of the, it's, it's, it's all about like Taurus and, and Aquarius because, you know, Uranus is in Taurus. Uranus rules Aquarius. And so Mars is going to join Uranus there. So this is, this is more fixed energy. This is not the, this is not the, uh, initiator guy, like the achievement person that Capricorn is. This is more about, you know, kind of staying put and, you know, but Aquarius is the more eclectic of, of all of this. Aquarius really loves, you know, what's different, what's far out, what's way out, what's cool and groovy, what's, what's going to bring us something new and refreshing. So I think these next weeks, I can feel it already. There's difference. There's difference in the air, and we're all looking for something different. We're all looking for something that doesn't have the vibe of yesteryear, and I really mean like yesteryear, like the other day. <laughs> um, so, 
when you are dealing with these aspects this week, um, be sure that you are staying and remaining focused on the future. As Joe Dispenza says, you live that future now. What is it that you want to create for your future? What is it that you really want for your future? You don't want the same old thing. You don't want the same old Capricorn energy that you had last year. We're all dying for something new. So how can you create and innovate in your life? That's the new question. You know, with Mercury going into Aquarius, this is something to think about. With the moon going a few days later, this is something to really feel. So what can you bring into your life that is new and refreshing and casts out the old? Even if it's something small, even if it's like, you know, I'm going to change the color of my kitchen, you know, maybe that's just going to inspire you in a different way. But really what we're looking at is something bigger. We're looking at a bigger change in society because Aquarius really is the masses. And when we are thinking about, you know, where we can make the contribution to the masses, do you really want to see things go forward in this new year? Do you want to see changes? Then you got to stop. You have to stop buying into the old story. You have to stop buying into last year. Stop thinking about last year. Stop living through last year and buy into a new story. And you are part of the change. Each and every one of us is part of the change. And we, we want to move forward. So write down all the things that you can do to move this forward in a different direction. Because it's exciting now. You know, what do you feel um, tingling around you. Aquarius is electric energy. What's electricity around you? What's, what's giving you the vibe of something new? Where are you saying, you know what, I'm, I'm, not, I'm done with that. I don't want to do this anymore. So where can you find, where can you upgrade, you know? You know, and when upgrades come to technology, ooh, there's a new phone, there's a new computer, there's a new, they've got a new operating system. That's all Aquarius. That's all technology. That's thinking forward. That's the technology company saying, what are people going to do? What are they going to need? What do people want, but they don't know what that is yet? Like, they want that. They just don't know it yet. Remember when the iPhone first came out in 2007? It's like, there was like this, you know, restless anticipation. They're going to announce the iPhone. They're going to announce the iPhone. Right. What's it going to do? I didn't know I needed this. It's that I didn't know I wanted this in my life feeling that you need to tap into. Yeah, I know that's a little hard. Like, like, but that's how we create. We create from a place of innovation. We create of a, from a place, also as Joe Dispenza says, from the field. It has to be created in the field before it can happen in your life. So before it can become matter in your hand, it has to come from the field. So the iPhone came from a bunch of different brains in Cupertino, California, and they said, let's do this. People don't know that they want this yet, but but we're going to let them know that they do want this. And as soon as it came out, the lines were out the door. Yes, we know we want this. We don't know what it does. We don't know all it does, but we're hearing about it and we want it. <laughs> and look at that. I didn't know I needed this in my life. It's the I didn't know I needed this in my life vibe that you want to tap into. That's Aquarius. That's the innovation. That is the calling forth of something completely different. That is the bringing something new 
to the fore. We all have to do that right now. And we have to like try to do it within the sense of community, within the sense of, you know, camaraderie and, and brotherhood and humanitarian ways. So if think about what it is that you want in your life that you didn't know you needed. <laughs> and maybe you need to like read a book about that. <laughs> you know, somebody, you know, Leonardo da Vinci sat and drew things like airplanes and, and helicopters and stuff. And nobody ever dreamed they needed that in their life at that point, except him. <laughs> so not all of us are Leonardo. It's pretty complicated to be Leonardo. Um, but that's the kind of energy that I'm asking each of you to find within yourselves, to get inspired by. What is it that you don't know you need? Better yet, what is it that everybody else needs and that you can provide, but they don't know they need it yet? Um, I used to have a friend many years ago that used to say to me, People want their astrological chart read. They just don't know it yet. And that's very true. You know, I never knew I needed a chart reading. And then people try it and then they, they come back for more. That's what happens a lot of times in astrology or with anything like that. You know, I didn't know I needed this restaurant in my life. I didn't know I needed, you know, um, these chocolate mint cookies that Brit makes. <laughs> I didn't know I needed those cookies until I had them a few weeks ago, and now I now I know I needed them. <laughs> Too bad they're Christmas cookies and they won't be around all year. But anyway, um, so think about it. That's your homework for the week. Gratitude for listening. My name is Deb McBride. You can book a session with me at thegoldenastrologer.com, book online. You can watch me on Instagram, talk about all these fabulous Aquarian things that are coming up for all of us. And so be as far out and as wild as you can get in your thoughts without hurting anyone with honesty and integrity. And remember in Aquarius, we have no limitations. There are no limitations. I said this on Instagram the other day. You are not limited. Okay. So do not allow limitations to stop you. Don't let anyone tell you that you can't because with Aquarius, you can do anything you want. Thank you for listening. Uh, if you'd like a session, again, The Golden Astrologer, Instagram, The Golden Astrologer, and I am on Twitter at Deb Astrology. Have a beautiful week and get ready to fly in your rocket ship. We're all going to do it this year. Much gratitude. Thank you for listening.